Hello, and welcome to Order Within, navigating a world of endless chaos and crisis. Many of us are experiencing inner turmoil, insecurity, anxiety, fears, and isolation. These feelings are only being amplified by news cycles, social media, and never-ending political madness. How do we find our way out of the chaos? How do we find strength within ourselves? How do we find meaning in a world driven by materialism? These questions and many more I aim to answer on the show. My goal is to be a trusted guide on your journey to selfhood. May you find what you seek. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Brandon Ward. Today we're going to be talking about rediscovering joy. Now we've been going through the process of self-awareness, unpacking dark emotions, negative feelings, the things that often come up when we're going through the process of self-awareness, when we begin to discover and explore what lives within us, there can be to discover there. And so it's not all bad though, right? It's not all negative. This work is, it's challenging. It's difficult. It's important. It's, I think, foundational to the path to a fulfilling and meaningful life. It's the way we manage and navigate the world that we live within. And upside, though, is once we start moving through some of these painful thoughts, these painful feelings, exploring this, these stories that we've been carrying for most of our life, we start to free up space. And as we free up space, as we begin to heal some of those traumatic stories, those painful memories and histories, as we understand the rooted pain and the meaning behind those stories, as we begin to understand our story on earth, we can start to see what lives inside of us that is beyond our pain, our hurt, our fear, our limitations. And By doing this, by exploring, by freeing up that space now, we make room for expression. And often what can happen is when we begin to heal, there are things that call us forward, pull us forward. And this is often our expression, our joy, speaking to us, seeking to move into the world. And being the faithful, oriented person that I am, I truly believe that our universe is connected, that there's an intelligence and organization throughout the universe that's beyond what we can imagine, and that this structure supports all of us in our cosmic journey. We're here to learn, to grow, to share, to remember, and to expand our awareness of this infinite cosmic journey. It's insane, the world and universe that we live in. And so when we begin to heal, we begin, we sometimes find that simple things become enjoyable again. When we're carrying around heaviness, when we're carrying around the pain, our stories that have limited our expression, That space, that heaviness that is lifted enables us to experience everyday things in a new way. As we lighten our load, 
as we free our spirits from the burdens of our earthly experiences through empathy and understanding. We can move in the world and simply be present. We can begin to observe the world around us. We can begin to enjoy small things, a nice drink of cold water or room temperature water if you prefer that, whatever. A a nice meal, a beautiful song, a bird playing in rainwater, a mockingbird on the top of your home making all their noises, clouds as they move through the sky. There's an ability now that we've created by removing and healing and releasing a lot of this pain that allows us to enjoy the small things of life, the simple things in life. And as we begin to reset our minds, as we begin to refresh our mindsets, we allow ourselves to see things differently. And what we do is we can allow ourselves to explore, to begin to discover these joys, these passions, the things that bring us positive, uplifting experiences. And these don't have to be world-altering experiences. It's balanced to have simple, enjoyable, everyday moments. What I've come to realize is that life is made up of all these little small moments that we're able to appreciate and be present in that enables us to live a happy and fulfilling life. It's not those big events that bring the joy for us. It's the small things each day. Because over time, no matter how much we may change our circumstances, we always come back to our baseline. And there's psychological studies that show this, but ultimately we adjust to whatever becomes our norm. And so we may have in earnings or we may move or we may take a big trip or we may hit some big accomplishment in our life, getting married or having kids or building a business, whatever it may be. And once though we adjust to what that is, the base level of the new normal, then we just, we go back to where we are within ourselves. Our minds adjust to the circumstances and we don't get the same experience from it. We don't get that same hit of joy and, and that high that we often get when we have big accomplishments. So when we level set, that baseline is where we experience joy. And so by embracing that baseline and making the most of those small moments, being present in those small moments, we allow ourselves to simply enjoy what life has to offer. And I think a lot of us may struggle with finding these things. I know I personally have. I've explored tons of areas and things that I wanted to do, businesses and all of this. And it wasn't until, honestly, I started doing the podcast and started thinking about the things that I've learned in my life and grown from, the experiences that I've had and how I've been able to change this inner depression, this pain, this low self-esteem, a lot of this misery that I was carrying. And so it wasn't until I started exploring that and recognizing that that's genuinely what's been calling me forward. And 
That's the journey here of finding and rediscovering our joy, is finding what calls us forward. What is it that's always been lingering around? Desires, interest? I've never been able to shake this desire to help and provide direction and guidance on selfhood. I've always been fascinated by it. Even when I was deeply depressed, I was ruthless about finding a way out of the dark because I knew there was a way to do that. I knew that there had to be a better way to live. I knew that it was possible to feel differently. I just could not accept that misery, depression, and sadness, isolation was the way that life was going to be. I just could not accept that. And so that impetus to heal, to discover myself, and to continue this work, this inner psychological work, this spiritual work, whatever you want to call it, right? It's That's always called me forward. The desire to coach, the desire to create content, I've always had this pull to do those things. I just didn't know exactly what space it would be in. I didn't know the form it would take. But for me, that has always been what's called me forward. Speaking, communicating, creating, expressing. So you have to find the same things that light you up, that bring about this curiosity, this pull within you. And it's often done by things that we get lost in the moment on. What doesn't feel like work? I really, I have a full-time job, right? I'm a sales professional. So I don't, I am doing this. I'm a father, I'm a husband. So I do this in the part-time and with the dream and the vision to doing this full-time. But I love this. I could do this all day, every day. Reading, researching, thinking, writing, communicating. It took me a long time to figure that out. So we've got to find those things that we get lost in those moments. And I really, the things that never stop bothering us or poking us or existing in our mind are indicators that we need to explore whatever those things are. And most of us come into this world will have these ideas and structures that we're drawn to that we can creatively express ourselves. And it's those things that tend to just continuously present themselves that we genuinely should explore as deep as we possibly can. Because if something doesn't leave us, it's just staying with us, most likely that's a call to action from within our spirits, calling us forward to express ourselves and share whatever it is that lives within. And most, a lot of us will go through these experiences that are painful, that are traumatic, so that we can learn, so that we can understand how to change, how to shift, and then use that experience to share with others so that we can help provide the roadmap or guidance to others who seek to help and seek to offer support to other people in the world. There's so much work that needs to be done. So the calling for all of us to move forward into our specific little niches is critical. And it's thinking about our youth, remembering the things that we enjoyed when we were young. I loved reading. I thought a lot. I loved thinking. I did nothing but ask questions. I drove my parents nuts. And I'm still like that. 
I just didn't know that thinking and writing and reading, those were going to be my jam as an adult. I didn't know that. And it wasn't necessarily nurtured when I was a kid. It Honestly, it was brought with a lot of hesitation because I think I drove my parents nuts with all the questions and the thinking. I was constantly reminded that I think too much and that I wear my heart on my sleeve. But as I've gotten older, I've come to realize that those are the very things that make me who I am. And those are the strengths that I've developed over my life because of the fact that I do think a lot and I do wear my heart on my sleeve. That's what makes me who I am. So exploring and remembering our youth and what we enjoyed can be help in regards to what may be our joy. Though, childhood can sometimes be tough. If we weren't given the space to explore, we have to kind of restart as adults. We have to go back to when we were young and begin to communicate with that child. If that child could have done things differently, what would the child have done? What would we have done if we were given opportunities to do something differently? A lot of times our parents can force us into things with the intention of helping us, not realizing that they're actually stifling our creativity and our growth. And so if there were things that you wanted to explore as a kid but weren't given the opportunities to, that's another great avenue to explore and look at. Because ultimately, now as adults, and as we've learned in other episodes, we parent ourselves. It's our responsibility to parent ourselves. And so as adults, we have the ability to provide that support and care for our inner child, for our inner selves. And so by doing that, we are no longer limited and restricted by these things that once were in control of by our parents. We can now make these decisions ourselves. And so that's a key aspect of this work is remembering our childhood and remembering the things that maybe were shot down, that were stifled, and reactivating them, exploring them as adults. Because now... We are free to create and play as adults. That's the beautiful thing about it. We're no longer limited or hindered by another authority figure. We have the ability to create a life of our own. And so we can do and create these activities that we want. So perhaps it was painting. Perhaps it was rock climbing. Perhaps it was law. I don't know. Whatever it may be, right? Poetry, computer programming, anything. Begin exploring. Remember your childhood. And if you had a hard childhood growing up where you were stifled and were not allowed to freely express yourself, then simply offering yourself the space to explore and offering yourself a nurturing form to journey through what may have been missed as a child, give yourself that opportunity now as an adult. You have the ability to do it. That's the beautiful thing about adulthood is we're free to live and be as we are. And so be free to play and dance. Allow yourself to express. Let yourself go. These are the moments where we want to care as little as we can about what other people think. And it's important too to be careful about going to people in our lives and sharing these newfound interests because it may not be interesting to them, and it may freak them out, which could stifle our process. 
I have found that when I try to share a lot of these things that I'm newly interested in or rediscovering with some of my friends and family, often they would be scared or concerned or whatever it may be and stifle that process. So I think we have to be free to play and dance and try new things and not worry so much about what others think, not worry so much about the opinions of others. Unless we truly have a partner or a safe friend that we feel trusted, that we can share these things with, and they will not offer us judgment, then it's probably best to keep this stuff to ourselves as we begin to explore and try new things and genuinely be curious about our joy, our experiences, what means things to us. And so have fun, be curious, dance, frolic, scream, run through the woods, like anything. Do anything. I have done, when I was living in California, before I'd met my now wife and had a family, I was writing poetry, trying to learn the guitar. I was running out in trails. I was doing everything. Anything that was interesting to me, I was trying it out. And a lot of times I would try some things and I would enjoy it for a little bit, but I realized, eh, this is cool, but it's not really my thing. And so I think the... It's one thing to have fun and be creative and curious and just play. It's also, it's a different beast though when you're looking to go deeper and find that creative expression that truly brings you joy. So that's a process that we often have to go through to uncover what we enjoy. And sometimes it helps to just write out ideas or just record yourself thinking or talking about things that you may be interested in. And because curiosity is the key to creativity here. That curiosity is what will allow us to navigate and flow through the river of life and find our own current within the infinite stream of existence. And that current takes time and we've got to vibe with it. We've got to jive with it. Sometimes we've got to turn directions. Sometimes we've got to go underwater. Sometimes we've got to go above water. It's just, it's a process. So it doesn't necessarily happen overnight. And it's something that we want to take time and enjoy. This process can be very enjoyable if we allow ourselves to. I think the key that we have to be mindful of is to not judge ourselves so much, to not have these crazy high expectations. These exploration journeys and creative sessions should have no expectations, no outcomes expected. It's genuinely the practice of curiosity, exploration, and creativity. It doesn't matter what comes out of them. It's the process that we're leaning into here. And try your best to not judge yourself. Try your best to not have high expectations for what you're going to be doing, what you're going to be creating. Because ultimately, this is getting back into our natural state, our creative state. We are creators. We are creative beings. We were created and we were created in the image of our creator And therefore, we have this creative impulse to explore and share what lives inside of us with the world. It is the natural state of existence to want to create and offer things to life. Look around at nature. It's doing nothing but creating. It goes through cycles of the seasons and Flowers are formed and then they go away and then fall comes and then things go into hibernation and then the process starts over again. 
So constantly surrounded by the creative impulse, it's our natural state. And so joy and creation go together. The more we free up this space to create for ourselves, the more we're able to empower our joy and our creativity together and create a very powerful combination that allows us to rise in our expression, our selfhood. And understanding we're here to create and express. That's what we're here to do. Whatever that may be, it doesn't have to be some big thing. I think that was the thing that I had to... I struggled big time with the idea that I was needing to be this big thing or has to be huge. And letting go of that has been a godsend because I don't put this extraordinary pressure on myself to do something that doesn't feel natural. Now, if things become something in a natural way because I've just committed to the process, I've committed to a schedule, I'm creating on a regular basis and consistently showing up, and over time that may create and develop into something meaningful and large, then awesome. But at the end of the day, the process is what I'm leaning into and enjoying that process. And that's the important thing for us to remember here is that we're leaning into this process and our inner desires of creation are tied to the universal need for expression. And so we are the micro of the macro. We are a reflection of our creator. Our creator lives within us. Literally a spark of our creator is within all of us so that we can learn, we can grow, and that we're never alone. We are never alone. We have never been abandoned our creator is with us every day. There is a spark of our creator within us. And we use that spark every day to live our lives. That's the source and essence of our existence. It's such a blessing and a gift. But that spark desires to be shared, to express itself, to move into the world. Because that's who we are. And this reflection of our creator is what empowers us to create. And through this creative process, we begin to unlock our potential. That's the thing that I've learned as well, is this is the key to our potential. And finding the way forward through our expression. And so our ability to create and build is often the intersection of destiny. So in my mind, destiny is not a guaranteed path. It's our highest possible life in this world. Destiny is what awaits us if we align ourselves to who we truly are and we take action to bring that to life. So in my mind, creativity, expression, commitment, consistency, that is where the intersection of destiny lies within our worlds. And that's the joy and the power of this is that as we create and express, we raise our energy. The more we do this, the more we bring about an energetic change within ourselves. We begin to self-sustain through our own sources and energy, through our own creative process. This process, when we align with who we are and what we're truly joyed by and, and enthralled by, will lift us up. It will raise the tide, as they say, of the self. 
And that process helps not only ourselves, but others around us. When we truly embody these changes, when we embody this power, we are unstoppable forces. Humanity does not know what to do with an awakened population aligned with their creative truth, honoring the infinite existence. We've not lived in a time like that. There has never been a time throughout our history like that. There has been moments where we may have been touching that, civilizations that have brought about great beauty and truth and change. The Greeks come to mind just as one. So now, again, I know that these times have their challenges, but you still can look at what was created during those times, understanding that there were norms of those times that are not acceptable. Like, we don't need to throw out the baby with the bathwater when we're looking back at past civilizations. So when we align with our inner truth, this is where that creative expression is allowed to move into the world. That's that inner alignment with our creative expression. And this it's this inner truth that we have to bring into the world is what we're being called to do. It's to share who we are, what we are, what matters to us, the vision that we have. That's what we're in the world to do is to bring about this expression of our truth. And it's the interesting thing is, is it must be our own as too many of us fall into the external trap of the world and statuses. And so I've done this. I was thinking more about the external expression of this, having big businesses or big vision or making money, whatever. It was always externally driven. And that's why everything that I've done before has failed. It wasn't aligned with who I truly was. It didn't resonate with who I really was. And I genuinely believe that this is different because it doesn't feel that way. And I'm not trying to do that with this. I just want to help and express and create value in the world because there's just a lot of people that are suffering unnecessarily. The world seems to get more and more chaotic every day. And so I just couldn't and don't want to sit around and watch it all go to hell and not do anything. So for me, that's what this is about. This is the joy that it brings about. But a lot of us easily fall into those traps. I fell into those traps. I had to go through experiences, work jobs, do things that made me realize that's not what I want. I don't want to be a mega super successful CEO of a public company. I don't want that. That's not for me. I much would rather live a balanced life, express the truths that I believe are paramount to our health and wellness and fulfillment on earth and bring about the expression of our creative truths, our eternal selves. Like to me, there's no greater work that I could be doing in this world, but that's me. Thank goodness there are people that feel differently because that's not the only thing the world needs. There are so many challenges and problems that we face today that need to be addressed, that can be creatively solved. When we look at sustainability, when we look at all the challenges that we're facing in our government structures, all of the stuff that's happening, we need more now than ever brilliant creative minds dedicated to solving these problems. Not blaming and getting angry 
and playing this stupid political game, but genuinely sitting down and looking to solve these problems and make the world a better place by focusing on a single thing and dedicating our lives to it. If we all did that in our own unique way, the world would genuinely transform. I believe wholeheartedly that we transform the world one individual at a time by living and commanding our own lives day by day. And over time, as we do that, we share that knowledge, other people begin to do the same thing. We'll one day look up and go, wow, look at the world we live in. It's incredible. I didn't even notice. I was buried in work. My head was down, focusing on this single thing. And when I came up for air and looked around, I see all these beautiful, creative people doing the same thing, but in different realms and domains. That's the power of this creative expression that awaits all of us. And so we all have work to do. That's why I'm doing this, because it's not up to me. It's up to each of us individually who need to put our creative heads together and work to solve some of the issues and challenges that we face as a species. They are unlimited at this point, and there is plenty to go around. So the world needs us to do this. The world needs us to activate our truth and live fully so that we can begin to creatively solve some of these challenges that are present in our world today. That's all I've got for the show today, gang. I'm excited about the show. I hope you are as well. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do yet. I'm planning a couple of episodes, but I'm not quite sure what I'm going to be doing next week. I'm thinking on the topics, but I've got quite a long list of topics that I'm looking to cover. So Stay tuned for next week's episode. But with that being said, I'll catch you on the flip side, y'all. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Order Within. If you found the episode helpful, please consider sharing, rating, and subscribing. New episodes will be released every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until next time, y'all.